When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One of them days. <laughs> it's the Tuesday. Get ready. Get ready. I don't know. It's it's wild. It's wacky. I don't know why. We don't really have anything. Sixers got embarrassed last night, but what did you expect? The MVP of the league was out. We have Flyers action, rightfully so. We've got Jason Martinez in the house. You see the regular crew is here. Super Bowl champ, NBC Sports analyst Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shander. The four of us will be joined by the pride of Delco, Anthony Becht, who is right now. Our buddy AB down in Tampa Bay, and we'll get a lot from him at 1140 about what's well, going on. It's just a weird day today. I don't know. It is, that. and I want to know that. Did you clear the Anthony Becht appearance? Uh, with some of our uh, former colleagues, because I think they take ownership of respect. No, a little respect, Aton. That, that's the thing. Probably, I, I don't. I'm probably so low on people's radar that I don't need to clear anything. But no, that, that's the honest truth. But here's the thing: you burned all those bridges to bridges to have to clear anything. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll give you detonated that. on the way out the door. Oh, but here's God. the thing, though: as I had the remote control, you know, it's like one of those scenes of the movie where they just show me, and then behind me is the building. But whatever the case may be. Uh, back, you know, Anthony and I, we've seen each other Super Bowls. So, no, I, I felt like I didn't need to ask permission. If there were other people, like I would ask, I guess, Jason, if mm. he had Bundy on a show and right. I wanted to get Terry in on, then, then I would ask. You wouldn't need to ask me for that. Well, I mean, I was trying to use you as an example. And for some reason, he was. No, but if this is the same day part, Bo. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. true. That is you take true. take my guy. And Tampa's going to the bowl. That's a violation. You know, the whole thing. <laughs> All right, well, we'll get Rock Riley on tomorrow from Tampa. Does that make you a stupid guy? He's crazy. <laughs> yeah, we got to get Bundy on, by the way. Yeah, What's we going? should. You're the connect. What yeah. Is it, oh, yeah. Barrett or me that's going to bring Terry on? He wants well, to I mean, know I, who the I, hell I am. I do know who he is. You know, our daughters play basketball. Well, they played basketball together when they were in, in high school. Good players. So, yeah. Barrett. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know they we, we we're tied at the hip there, and plus you know with our NBC connections, you know, so we, you know, we were associates and uh, you know soccer, well, basketball dads. Good morning, mom. What's up, Mrs. Brooks? <laughs> there we go, <laughs> Mama Brooks. <laughs> that shout out there earlier, and so I, I don't even know. I mean, you know, Joel Embiid is the MVP right now of the league. That's evident. Yeah, you threw that out there. We didn't really say anything, but you threw it out there like. Yeah. MVP in the league, and I, I started to say something, but I said, you know what? 
I'm gonna let you, you know, get the MVP of the East. You know, at least that. How about about your boy? That trophy. How about your boy Ben last night? Really stepping up in in Embiid's absence, getting three fouls in the first 14 minutes of the game. He had four fouls midway through the third, totally taking away any chance of being aggressive. How about well, that? that? Refs, man, that's the refs. Come oh, on. yeah. It's We're the refs. All NBA defender. You want me oh, to believe God. that he's not savvy enough to avoid foul trouble? Oh, my that's God. Not a heavy fouler? That, that Detroit crap. team stinks on ice. Yes, he is like exactly why they covered and won that game outright is because he... they they had a lot of things outside of their control working in their favor. Mm. Okay? Right, right. You, you, right. you want to control the basketball game, you take a star out early, Harry. Yeah. And that's what happened with three right. Players. I heard that. I heard that Josh Jackson punked your boy last night, calling him oh. a B right to his what? face on the court. Yes. Well, that's wow. my yeah, that's guys in Boston have been doing that for two straight. Right, years. but this is this is some punk from Detroit who was drafted in the first round by Phoenix. Nobody even remembers him at Kansas, and he's there. He's the second teamer with the Pistons, and he's doing that to Ben Simmons. How great is that? Well, what do you want to do? Trade him? No, I'm just <laughs> saying. <laughs> this is a second teamer in Detroit saying that up to Ben Simmons. Well, right. see, that's the problem yeah. there, you know, that he yeah. has the audacity. Yeah. To our big star. That's good, the, good that's for the, him. Yeah, that's that's the problem. You know, why don't our big stars do what Embiid does? But we need a we need I think we need one more guy and, and you know, trade deadline coming up. You know, who would you say would be somebody that you would bring in? And and you good. would who, who, yeah, who are you gonna? But who are you gonna trade for that though? I ben mean, Simmons. do you keep Ben him, or do you take some of your 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 young stars come up, the Maxis, those type of guys? You're not gonna I, get him for those guys though. No, you got to go Simmons. And Simmons is like you, you can't trade. You wonder turning on a faucet. You don't know if it's gonna be hot or cold. He doesn't know what side he's turning on, right? Well, that right. game last night was a perfect believe, opportunity for him. And again, when those opportunities come up, he doesn't. He very rarely takes over games. Yeah. Seth Curry was terrible last night. Dwight Howard was awful. Yeah, look, it was it, terrible. It, and come on, of all people, I mean, Jason, you know this. This is one of these games in the season. This is why I was talking about it last night before we even got that tip on the other show about how this game had Pistons written all over it. Mm-hmm. You had a tight game on Saturday where the Sixers had to eke it out despite a huge game by Joel Embiid. You just felt like they were just going to go through the motions on this one. No Embiid on top of that. It just happens. I know it's a short season for both sports, but you're going to get games in which you lose bad teams. I know. Atrocious on the road. I thought that would change, by the way. Hey, Tanner, I'm not going to rant, bro. No, I'm not going to do it, bro. Not today. This is a Gal Media property in partnership with Jacob Media. The middle starts now. Now oh, there he goes. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. We actually have a pretty busy Tuesday, despite there being kind of a lull right now at the Super Bowl, although I've got so many things left and right, up and down regarding this game ahead of time. I know that all of us have brought something to the table regarding this game, so we won't be bored. In fact, 1140 will go down to Tampa and be joined by longtime NFL tight end, now member of the local and national media, Anthony Becht, who is a local individual to us here in Philadelphia. But it's a Tuesday. That means Jason Martinez is in the house, so the four of us 
have a lot to do, including fake news with Ron Culver, who's back in Houston producing the program. Let me throw this out at you guys real quick, because we've talked about this individual before. There's even a promo circulating around Sports Map Radio where you can hear us, 1490 AM Sports Betting Radio in Atlantic City, live local from the Fritz and B and Cooley Studios, and of course, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. It has come out. The WWE has announced that at the 2021 Royal Rumble, this is like a step below the halftime show, mind you. Harry's Artist of the Year, Bad Bunny will be performing at the Royal Rumble, and it is a childhood dream come true. Wow. That's this Sunday at the pay-per-view event. You Are you serious? I, you think that there's nothing going on in between oh the championship game and the Super Bowl? We how did this escape here? my uh, news feed, Aton? I have no idea. How, how did I miss this? Bad well, you know Bunny. Doing on Sunday. Isn't that, isn't that how we started our show? The first time we had our show, we talked about Bad Bunny, or yeah. at least in those first couple uh, days. Right. Bad Bunny. I had to look it up. Yeah, you didn't even know who he was. No, I didn't. I, I didn't, I didn't it, was, it was about birthdays. That's what it was. about birthdays, wasn't it? Yeah, and he, he was on a big commercial with Corona beer with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> even I knew that. Well, that was the whole promo. Is that, look, I know who. Bad right. Bunny. Right. I just thought I, you would, you know, like something to do on a Sunday evening. That's I didn't even know Harry had a favorite artist. That's impressive. Bad Bunny. Do you know who that is? Or are you just like a good bunny type guy? I pegged you as a Salvador Dali guy, Harry. <laughs> no, yeah, one of my favorite artists is celebrating a birthday today, though. All right, well, we'll talk about He's that no one. longer with us. No. And we have a couple of people as Jason Bertitas is all birthdayed up. Oh, yeah. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Hold on. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. All right. What were we saying there? Somebody got cut off. Jason. Um, I don't know. Yeah, he doesn't remember. We're talking about today's birthdays, man. Paul Newman today, too, by the way. Boys. Paul Newman. How old would how old would he be? Like 90? He was yeah, born like- in 1925. Wow. He's yeah, more than 97. Wow. Mount Rushmore birthdays today. Yeah. What, about, what about Ellen DeGeneres? She's 63. 63. Yeah. Can you really? believe that? She didn't look like it. She doesn't look like it at all. 
amazing. She's not anything to look at, but still, she still doesn't look. Looks every bit of seventy three without makeup. Wow. Birthday is it today? It's Van Halen. Eddie Van Halen, uh, Wayne Gretzky, Wayne Siskel. Hold on a second. Hold on, Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. Who was the guy uh, you just met? Yeah, Newman. Is it really Ellen's birthday? Yes. Okay. Tomorrow is Patrick Mahomes' birthday. Can you believe it? Hold on. We'll we'll get to that. Trust me. That's tomorrow. That's tomorrow's show. Wait, and there was a fifth one that I just glossed over. I apologize. Not how about Tom Kiefer from the rock band Cinderella? Cinderella. He's He's a Delco guy too. Yes. We're not not putting him in this. Come on, man. Van Halen, Wayne Gretzky, Paul Newman, Ellen. There was one more. Vince Carter. Is it Vince Carter? Wow. Who? No, but there's uh, there was another one. Jason, I think you mentioned Gretzky. No, we we mentioned that already. Van Halen, Gretzky, Newman, Ellen, Vince Carter. Who were we missing? I don't. I don't think any more were mentioned. Uh, Kurt Franklin. What? Kurt, really? Kurt Franklin. Yeah. Is the middle. I have the some of the matches at uh, Royal Rumble. Oh, dude. Riley Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Jason Martinez in the house with us. It's a Tuesday, Thursday, the voice of the NHL, at least for the purposes of phillyvoice.com, sports map radio, and what we do here. But look, there's a lot of different things, and we were just looking at the birthdays. Get to that. Also, the stat on Aaron Rodgers, the Hall of Fame for baseball, and the continued belief that people should respect this process. But I saw this this morning, and I forgot about it because I was going to bring it up since we have Ron Culver, who technically is in Houston, guys, but is a lifelong Chargers fan and L.A. native, and that's his squad, like the Eagles are the squad for the four of us. So Bleeding Green Nation, we know here it's the SB Nation site in Philadelphia, Brandon Lee Gowton who's been on this program before, runs the site. The headline is Chargers fans, quote, relieved that Shane Steichen, Steichen. Steichen. Steichen, Steichen yeah. left to join the Eagles. Now, Steichen is our new offensive coordinator here in Philadelphia. Correct. So I go on and, and I click the article, and I'm looking at Michael Peterson of Bolts from the Blue. Mm-hmm. And in his latest piece, he shared, quote, and I'm going to read you, In all honesty, Chargers fans were fairly relieved that he would not be returning. Fans wanted a new face, and they felt Steichen was a bit underwhelming as an OC. The majority will tell you Justin Herbert's development was 99% thanks to former Chargers quarterback coach (laughs) Pep Hamilton. Right. Very few saw any real value in Steichen as the potential OC of the future. Right. Yeah. And then let me read you one more. Okay. I mentioned it in a little in the first answer, but most fans will only give Steichen a small portion of the credit. Are they giving 2%, 3%? I mean, we, oh, 1%. Okay. Yeah, but, but listen, so that, this, is, this is very important, you know, that some blogger has determined that this guy's only 1% worthy of, of Justin Herbert's development. I mean, I'd love to know. No, the, somebody who is, you know. The ramifications of how he got to that number. Is that the Pythagorean theorem yeah. that he came up with that? No, no, look, look, before you go specifically on an individual, this is essentially the Brandon Lee Gowton of San Diego. So Brandon has tons of interaction with people on social, people that respond to what he and others write on Bleeding Green. So I don't think this guy pulled it out of his you-know-what. But at the same time, I think it's interesting to see how the math changes. He was the one calling plays after all as far as 
Anthony, uh, as far as Steichen, small portion of the credit. Anthony Lynn said the calls were 100% from Steichen, so you can't take that away from him. Mm -hmm. However, many, myself included, felt that Herbert succeeded in spite of Steichen, not because of him. None of this means anything. How about they succeeded in spite of Anthony Lynn, who blew so many games in the final couple of minutes over his tenure with the Chargers? I mean, you know, this kid's a rookie quarterback, and he looked tremendous as as the year went on and kept getting better and better and better. I mean, you know, so so they're giving him 1% of the credit. That's preposterous. This is stupid. Well, here's the thing. I think the the point of it for me is that if we're talking about fixing a quarterback here, this guy's not coming in and running the plays, calling the plays anyway. That's going to be Sirianni. That's probably Sirianni. Yeah, yeah. Who who, who said that? Who said that? Oh, who said that? We don't know that definitively yet. I think right, right. You know, that's and and that's what I've been. Psychic is going to be calling plays. I don't know. I I, I think so. I mean, it would. Has Nick called plays? Has Coach Nick called plays? No. So while we well, well, that doesn't matter. But Doug Peterson barely right. called plays in Kansas City. Right. That's why he may call plays because he is an offensive coach that hasn't called plays. Now he gets to make the decision yeah. to it's call just, plays. Ego always comes into play, and his <laughs> ego can say, "I I've been waiting to call right. plays. It's now not, I'm going to call." It's plays. not only Dad. Come over and see the view from my office. Guess what? Jeffrey Lurie's going to let me call the plays. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Bro, I, you started something right there, man. You started something, man. Good. Jeffrey always gets the, the play calls on the third drive of the game. <laughs> so talk about it in our team. And how he's going to get to call a play. He's going to get to put a play he's into the first 15. Look, look at how this whole thing has gone down. He's been calling plays from the booth. I have no doubt. Like, Ray Farmer got nailed in Cleveland a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. That. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, here's the thing, though. It, it For me, it's like you're bringing in brand new people. These yeah. are brand yes. new people. Nobody has any experience doing anything that they've been brought into, including, mind you, growing a talent. So it's not about whether or not this Steichen guy called plays. It's, if anything, you had Pet Hamilton or you had other people that were directly hands-on with Herbert. I don't know. It, it seems like from Sirianni, the head coach, to Steichen, the offensive coordinator, to whoever Gannon, the Gannon is the Gannon, defensive coordinator. The defensive coordinator. These guys are all charged with fixing and writing a yeah. ship and doing all with no experience. I know. Well, right. At doing that particular task. Yeah. And plus they're all like 35, 37 years old. It's unbelievable. Right, right. Very young. Happy. Very young. Yeah. But they still had more experience than Doug going into this job. You know, Doug only had what? Four years of experience. In fact, as a oh, coordinator, he had yeah. two years as a coordinator. Right. Um, he had just left high school. He was, he was, uh, um, he was a quality control guy's first year with Andy Reid. Then he turned it back. He was the quarterback coach. And then he took a, a late um a hiatus and went coach football in, at, in Louisiana. Uh, high school. Yeah, in high school. Somewhere, yeah. Called him back up, became um became then an offensive coordinator who never called the plays. In right. fact, then you know, Big Red had to tell him a hey, half the game he called the plays, the second half, right. and then became a head coach and won a Super Bowl in the second year. Which so, is similar to what's going on with Bienemy right now. You know, it's like right. oh, yeah, Bienemy's called us some of the plays. Right. 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 Andy always wants to do right by his guys. And, but and that's the thing, though. We've we've seen a lot more emphasis from Reed on Bienemy than with Peterson. To be right. fair, Peterson. Remember, we talked to people in Kansas City that were kind of surprised that Peterson got a head coaching job. I don't mm-hmm. think that they 
Yeah, yeah, the enemy's name's been out there eight times. For two years. For two years. His name was never out there. Nobody right. was well, knocking on his door to trick or treat, let alone hire him. Well, right, right. Like Barrett's point about, well, Peterson wasn't doing this, and Peterson didn't have that experience looking at these guys. It didn't matter. Yeah. Doug Peterson stepped in without any of that and won a Super Bowl and was right. gone three years later because he wanted more control of his own operation. Yeah. Is that what we're looking at right now? Well, like, well, where is the, I still don't know where the bar is for Sirianni as far as the guy before you won a Super Bowl and was fired. Well, that's all. That's that's from Frank Reich's two years of cachet with the Eagles that he was hired. So yep. we're talking about Big Red is a lot different from Frank Reich, a lot different. And we're talking about a guy who, you know, hopefully got schooled by uh, Frank Wright before he took this job, understands what it is to be in Philadelphia, you know, not just, you know, with the players, but including, you know, how, how fans love their sports here and what he's going to have to deal with. I mean, he's going to have to have tough skin. We don't know. He's bringing in a young staff. Their identity will be whatever these guys bring, um, what they bring into that locker room. It's going to be totally changed from the gold standard that we've lost uh, from Doug Peterson. So what direction are we going? I'm, I'm anxious to see because it's hard. You know, I, I know it was hard for me, you know, dealing with a coach that's, what, two years older? I mean, if, if JP came back, he'd be the same age as the head coach. Right. Yeah. Wow. And that, that is a weird dynamic, isn't it? Barry? Right, right, and right. As exactly. a player, you're going like, dude, like I graduated high school the same year as you. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the one thing I fear with this whole thing is that you hired all these young guys for one reason and one reason only is because they're going to be subservient to the owner and the general manager. And if that's the case, if none of them has the spine to stand up to them, because look, even if I, I think that dissension is good in that regard, iron sharpens iron, right? Right. And, and you right. have to argue things out sometimes. I wonder if these guys feel like they have the standing and the stature to be able to do that internally. Because if you don't do that and you just placate the man who's making the decisions and that's Howie who makes bad decisions, then you're in real trouble here. Well, then you can point the finger, though. I mean, that's also a thing. You can point no, but the he'll, he'll, he'll make it look like it's somebody else's thing. Uh, right. Doug, Doug's the one that wanted Jalen Rieger. Doug wasn't watching TCU games. Stop. <laughs> Look, there was a report that, to Jason's point, there was a report that came out. I forget who it was from. That whole thing about Carson Wentz, maybe it was McLean or, or another piece, that was essentially blaming Wentz for influence in the draft. Yeah, now, right. The four of us know the team like the back of our hands. That's the first time we've ever seen or heard anybody attributing blame to a player, let alone Carson Wentz of all right. people. As He's in a tree stand the during the draft. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I heard that Scangarello was the guy that wanted uh that 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 really wanted um Rager in the aspect he wanted somebody that's just like Hill. And right. he was fascinated on you know Rager's ability to be that guy. Now in college he was that guy, but you know, that guy that they use in Kansas City has a lot different skill set in the aspect that they're not gonna run those same plays here in Philadelphia. They run a they try to run a vertical game. Right. I mean, Hill does everything. He reruns laterally. He's elite. Exactly. So you, it's not the same player. You're not going to get the same production um, as you got with Hill. Yeah, Hill I saw. I saw some team. of this criticism of Steichen online a couple of days ago, uh, stemming from Los Angeles, and a lot of it. A lot of it revolved around the criticism was is that they didn't roll out. Uh, Herbert enough, put him on the run, and you know, and they did. They called too many first down runs. That well, was basically a Chargers fan, Harry. Should we ask Ron? I mean, he's okay. the team, right? 
We assume, Ron, that as a Chargers fan this year, you didn't give up watching on the team having one of the most electric young players in the NFL. They were a must-watch because of him. Yeah, yep. and bet, mind you, because yeah. they'd, always let, they'd always let themselves down in their fourth <laughs> fashion at the end. But, I mean, Harry brings up the criticisms that he saw, and then you heard what we were talking about. I, I, did you guys see this as Chargers fans? No, I think we're just enamored with what Justin Herbert was doing and seeing what the future can hold for us. And at the same time, like everyone else, judging Anthony Lynn late in games. Yeah. Just knowing somehow, some way, he's just going to screw the whole thing up. And he did. did. It's a horrible existence as a sports fan. I am so happy that he he found a job right away because, I mean, he's a good good coach. I just – it's – he falls under that North Turner. Yeah, good coordinator. Some guys are just really great coordinators. They're terrible head coaches. Yeah. So you get that sometimes, man. Yeah. I understand it, man. Looking looking back at what Doug was able to accomplish – in a short amount of time. And if you I mean, even if you look at Doug, you look at Ray Rhodes, you look at Big Red, you look at even Chip Kelly. They had su- success early, which which you know our fan base, once you have success early, is going to stay that way. You better stay that way cuz we want you to be winners early. The gold standard has to be portrayed at all times. The new norm. Yeah. yeah. So right. Now, you know, these young guys have a lot of pressure on them to be good walking into it. And and that's that's not really conceivable because they're playing with a lack of talent. You know, at least you had talent with those other regimes as they walked into it. Big Red laid enough talent for Chip Kelly to come up, you know, to, to be a good player. That's that's not on this 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 roster. There's there's not the same talent on this roster. These young guys are gonna have to come in and try to generate talent from lack of talent. And that's gonna be the toughest thing for them to, to accomplish. I saw somebody put out a tweet yesterday that said Chip Kelly was hired by the Eagles to revolutionize the NFL, and Andy Reid left and revolutionized the NFL. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. With a revolutionary player. Yeah. In the home. Good on him for drafting him, right? Yeah. Right. jeez. Uh, there we go. Oh, boy. Back underwater. <laughs> Aton, what happened here? Why did yeah, he... What happened? It's that baby he, face. He got booted. Oh my <laughs> yeah. See, but my green screen's the issue. <laughs> he got Joel back there today, Harry. Yeah. Can you change that on the fly? Yeah, I can change it right now if you want. Hey, give me a little Flyers love on there for a little. No, time. why? Why? They lost six. Put right up Milan Lucic in a yeah, Bruins jersey. Yeah, you're you're gonna have to own up and answer for your boy acting like a freaking seven year old baby smashing his stick the other. You had a problem? What was, what was what was that display? Did you have a problem with it? No, I mean, he looked like a a dope. Come oh, on, dude. I I'm totally fine dude, with it. Do that in the room. No, you do that on the ice. You you make a make a statement that way. He never does that kind of stuff. Who does that? Nobody does Every that. goalie in, on earth has done that. I did it last last Wednesday night. You did it in a, in a beer league. Yes, because I was letting in cookies from the, just inside the blue line. Yeah, letting in cookies. <laughs> some dude hey, called, and, and cookie. And cookie. Uh, some dude called the show this weekend when I was on. He goes, hey, uh, I play against you in beer league sometimes. I go, did you play me this week? He goes, no. I go, you should have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm skating back to the bench after the second period's over, and I got to go across their bench. And I just looked over. I said, "Boys, just throw it at the net tonight. Yeah. You're all gonna get one." Everybody, you'd have, eats. 
You know how to, you were giving out hatties. Yes, I was. <laughs> Harry, I, I put in a goal that was going wide. Are I knocked it in. Yeah, I was so bad. Oh, I wish boy. I had a backup so I could get pulled. What is going on with Shander? What is happening? Reboot. I hate to do it to you, Shan. You sound like that uh, the beginning noise of when AOL would try to hook up. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the AOL disc. Yeah. You've no. No. I hate to do it to you. He needs a reboot. Why does he insist on doing this? He seems like a guy that would say fussing. Thank you for the rep. He needs a reboot. Yeah, he needs something. <laughs> no fussing. I, no love fussing. That I love that he smacked <laughs> And no back talking. Joey B goes, talk muscle cars. Yeah, that's, Bar Barrett's, that's Barrett's game. 69 Camaro, that's Z28. <laughs> Yo, I was watching this uh, show on YouTube yesterday. Yeah, where they took they took an old Mopar man and put a put a um a Hellcat engine in it. Man, it, it was it was unbelievable. I unbelievable. need a four fifty four. Now, what is a Mopar? I've heard of a Mopar. What is not it? a Mopar? Dodge. 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 Okay. Yeah, Dodge cars. Yeah, yeah. Dodge okay. cars. They put the Hemi's in it. You know, and Hemi's are, are motors that you know they they can suck in a lot more air and fuel. Yep. You know, carburetor. Just, they got a they got a you know. Uh, inside the the um, pistons, they have a, a hemisphere or like a little more circle, a little more room, a little more room to, in there to make to make that explode happen. Man. It's like a you turbo. <laughs> yeah. The uh... All right, uh, we're back on the radio. Apparently, the stream working. Which is... why don't you go away? We'll handle it. No, yeah, we got the show. All right, well, you guys do the stream, and I'll do the radio. <laughs> you, you just do a full reboot on your system and get the mouse running faster on the wheel. Wow. Yeah, we'll handle this. Now, this doesn't usually happen on his end. Right, uh, right, right. You know, I'm kind of a little concerned here about his connection. Oh, it's something happening with the stream? With my internet. No, I yeah. Think there's a yeah. down. It's on your internet. Yeah. I, I hate it. about it. Are you going to have to do a total reboot, dude? You can't just log off and log back on. Oh, jeez. All right, we, we got to just do the show. Yeah. Like Joey B says, Big Daddy Don Garlitz. Oh, yeah, I love that guy. Drag <laughs> racer guy? Yes. Yeah, Maple Grove Raceway. Yeah, yeah that's great work by you, Harry. Absolutely. You that's where I used to go as a kid. We'd go out there every once in a while. Yeah, Berks County guy. That's not Absolutely. far, right? Yeah. yeah. Down to the Carlisle Car Show, here. Well, yeah, that was out near. That's out near where I went to college at first. So yeah, I am familiar with that. But where'd you go? They got the big Corvette like shows out there every year, right? Yeah, you can you can see you can see when you're passing on the highway, you can see all the the old school cars and all the junk cars sitting up. I would be in heaven just to walk around that place. I mean, imagine the stuff that you could find at barn finds you could find out there, man. Dude, it's, that's one of the things that sucks about this year is the car show would normally be this week in Philadelphia. Yep. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah, right you're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And it's not going to happen this year, just like everything else. It's been the longest year in the history of years. But oh. um, real quick, can you believe that it's been one year ago today that Kobe died? No. Doesn't it feel like two years? It does. Yes. yes, yes, it does. It does. Holy, I can't believe that was a year ago. 
Yeah, I remember. I, I didn't like, believe it at first. You know, I didn't I believe know. it. I'm like, no, not Kobe. It was a Saturday no. or Sunday, wasn't it? It was a yeah. weekend. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. a weekend because I was watching like sports on the, you know, down here on a couple of my TVs. And I remember seeing it come across Twitter. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, mm-hmm. I, I had to like double check and really check to see right. the, the verified sources and all this kind of stuff because I was like, I was blown away by it. I'm like, nobody, you know, nobody was thinking that, that he would have been one of those guys to go early. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. he, he didn't live some kind of risky lifestyle in any way, shape, or form that we knew right. of. Right, you know, I mean, he had the, some of the issues with the women that we are well documented. But yeah, you're right, Harry. Like he wasn't a guy that you, you could even think that that could happen to. Yeah, and when it happened the way it did, it was like, oh my god. Although taking up a helicopter in bad weather, yeah, uh, is kind of is more than risky. Yeah, and that's what he yeah. said. They said he did that a lot. You know, he yeah. Was like, Look, you know, you got to get me there. You know, he he fly down. Yeah. yeah. And what, what, tough, what the thing that struck me about it was not just the shock and awe of, of losing Kobe, was that all the other people outside of his lovely daughter in that wreck, they never mentioned him. Like no. it, it was almost like, you know, Kobe and his daughter and six other people. Yeah. Right, like, right, like, right. Like give them some, some you know, respect also. Respect. Yeah. Yeah. It was like they were cardboard cutouts or something, right? right? Without a life. Yeah, you're right. It's a great point, Harry. Yeah. No, all right, we got you back, Sander? I don't know. Is he back? He looks frozen. Yeah, he's done. He's, oh, yeah, he's done for the day. This is all we got Dude, to knock off the- early. Head to the bar. He's gonna have <laughs> to get a, a double major. Oh yeah, <laughs> two and ten. <laughs> I guess Ron's gonna have to handle the buttons back at the ranch. I have no idea how to do this if we, if we don't have Aton here because he's the conduit. Yeah, for all yeah, this stuff. So he can't just log off because right. all of us will log off also. Right. Yeah. So right. let me fix it, Ron. Let me fix it. All right, All right. just mute your mic, Aton. In the meantime, so we yeah, don't... please. Yeah, yeah we're we're having just a show here today. Yeah, we're we're having a show here, uh, Aton. Jeez. <laughs> Harry, when you work with him, you just want to mute his mic on on occasion. Oh, that... <laughs> no, because I, you know, that was one of one of the many things that I loved about and love about working with him is you never have to worry about him not having anything to say. Oh, right. You know what I'm saying? Like you go in there any morning and like right now this it's kind of a little bit of a lull in, in the sports counter, all the football, like the wave has crashed and you're sort of waiting for the Super Bowl and all these coaching hires have basically taken place except for uh, the Texans. So, but it's kind of a, a slow period, but Aton always has stuff ready to go. He's always, always. steamed about something. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you know it before the show because you get six thousand text messages, right? Right. That make no sense. No like, sense. Oh, he is. I, ramp, no, ramp, I thought it was me. I yeah. thought it was me. I'm you always you. Yeah, I thought. I thought I was always the butt of these jokes you guys said. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Oh no! And, <laughs> you got to be dizzy, Barrett, just from the name drops of people that we used to work with. That he just nonstop gets. He gets stuck on a guy's name, right? right. right. And, then, and then you get these. Te- and, and Barrett texts back to that. I don't even know who that is. Right. right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, because I kind of know his schedule, having worked with him, you know, oh. and uh, with 97.3 and some of these other podcasts and everything that we used to do. So I know, like, when he's out walking the dog, I can tell because yeah. it's usually in between one of his shows, which he's got like three a day, or an appearance on Fox. <laughs> and I can tell when the edible hits because then he starts firing out these really like crazy texts. And, and he, loves to get, he loves to get Barrett going because he knows Barrett has no idea what he's talking about. Right. <laughs> he's a, he starts it off by, I hate to do it to you. Yeah. But- <laughs> 
and then, and then he puts in some crazy like round robin bet that nobody cares about. I couldn't care less yeah. that he has 15 bets on this this awful college basketball card for a Tuesday right, night or whatever. Right, right. But he insists on telling us all about it. Yeah, and I'll bet seven donkeys in a parlay. I'm yeah, like, what are yeah. you doing? Just win a bet. Because some guy that he had on on the Fox show <laughs> told him to bet it. Yeah. <laughs> oh jeez! It is over. You're this still is swimming, Aaron. You're still swimming. Play a best of, uh, Ron. Finally, the the internet has found a way to shut Shander down. I mean, this is the only thing that can stop him at the microphone. This can you it. imagine the conspiracy theories that's going to come off from what this from this happening right oh, here? Oh my God, yes. He's going to have so many conspiracy theories right now. I can see it right now, man. We're going to get all kind of texts. Right. You see that? I hate to do it to them, but they can't hold me down. <laughs> oh, and then he's going to say some name, and then I'll be like, who is this? What? <laughs> yeah. Next, next thing, Twitter, Twitter will, will ban him. He'll be banned off Twitter. Then he's really done. Yeah. He'll have no outlet. Right. His oh, wife man. will be like, oh, my God, would you just oh, shut up? Please. Can there oh, be another man, I love it. You're right. She's I love Aton. She's in the bathroom with the door shut. He's talking under the door. <laughs> uh, it's it's easy to make fun of him when he's not here. We would yeah, do right, right. if he was here as well. Uh, we would just get cut off incessantly because he can't stop talking. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, one thing too, guys. Uh, today's Paul Newman's birthday. Yeah. One, obviously, in one of the greatest sport movies of all time. Have you seen Slapshot, Barrett? Yes. Slap shot. Yes, I have seen it. I don't remember everything in it, but I did see it before. Classic. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah, off the charts great. Yeah. It, I mean, it, he could actually play a little bit. Yeah. Like he he like you watched him skate and you were like, oh, uh-huh. it doesn't look like you know Keanu Reeves trying to throw a football. Right, right. Right, 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 right. There's some I, there's a skill set that he has that uh you know that he he, he has the ability to build like me being on ice, it's just not gonna happen. What, yeah, like, what if you watch sports movies, you're like, I don't buy it because this guy it doesn't is not nearly coordinated enough to pull right. it off. Wasn't like, a lot it. of that shot out in Johnstown, PA? Yes. The old yeah. Johnstown War Pavilion, Harry. Right, right. That's where the, the Johnstown Chiefs are. That's right. Yep. And now are they still there? Or was yes. that yeah? Yeah. Jeez. Yep. They're they're in like the independent league or the federal league or something like that. Mm. It's, it's donkey stuff, but that the old junior hockey where they just beat the crap out of each other every day. Right. Like young blood was the same thing, basically about Canadian junior and guys just fighting nonstop. And that was Rob Lowe, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Rob Lowe, Patrick Swayze was in that. Mm-hmm. He could actually move a little bit on the ice too. It wasn't bad. Now those Hanson brothers in that, in that movie, weren't yep. they based off of like a real crew of guys? Yeah. Two of them played um, minor league hockey. They did. Yeah, two yeah. Of the, two they, of the they real. Two of the actors. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They really oh. weren't actors. They just put them in the movie. They were classic, man. Uh, dude, when they're sitting in the locker room and they're getting ready for the game, and the coach comes in, and like, you guys ready? And they're sitting there playing slot cars. Yeah. Remember the electric slot car thing? Yeah. Where the cars had the pin in it and they go around these figures. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They were yeah, playing yeah. slot cars before the race. If not, they were taping <laughs> on the foil. What are you guys doing? <laughs> Tape it on the foil. Because when they get in a fight, they would cut them. <laughs> they they put foil on their hands. Wow. <laughs> See that's 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 real hockey then, man. That's that's when you're you know Neanderthalish, huh? That's just oh, like man. Time. Well, you know, my, my first couple of years in the league, um, it was different, man. Like I yeah, I played with this guy Kirk Avea. He was, you know, a former Washington player. Kurt would like at halftime, he'd go back to back in the um back in the locker room and go smoke a cigarette. 
at halftime. <laughs> you know, we, we got like Willie T. We'd be at halftime. He'd be playing. Um, it was called uh, not Nintendo One, but um, the, the the first PlayStation game. He'd be back there playing PlayStation at halftime. You know, it was just different. It was a different league back then. Way different league. Like you at BYU. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. yep. Linebacker, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. So um, you know, it was yeah. crazy, man. Some of the stuff that happened. I, you know, when I played for Detroit, the owner would come downstairs and he'd be smoking in the locker room. We're trying to get ready for a game. He's smoking in the locker room. What are you going to say to the old man? Not a damn thing. He's going to do whatever he wants to do. What was that? Whatever Woody play Ford or something? Yes. Yeah. Mr. The, Mr. Ford was right. He not, was he was not Mr. Ford, but Mr. Ford's son. Okay. And then the guy that's running it now is, is Mr. Ford's um, junior's son, I guess. I not guess Tennessee Ernie Ford. Wow. No. <laughs> How about that, Paul? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Not, not Ford Fairlane. Uh, Barry, it's interesting because you played for Detroit, you played for the Eagles, and you played for Pittsburgh. And at the time, you played for Pittsburgh. Green Bay also. Yep. And Green Bay. But the Pittsburgh, to me, is the team that has the best, most elite and consistent culture. They know their DNA, their identity. Absolutely. How much different was it playing for Detroit than was Pittsburgh? Oh, it was it was way different because um, – the expectations of, of being on the field. I mean, you know, halfway through my last year there, Bobby Ross quit. The head coach quit. You know, and it wasn't like we were bad. We were like six and two at the time. But he just quit. Beck, what's up, baby? There he is. Hold on, Barrett. How's it going, man? They've they, they, they been they've been calling you out, man. You know, they understand it. I know you because um I do camps for you, but uh that's my guy, man. We played around the same time. Went to the same high school as my old man, Monsignor Bonner. No doubt. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's Bonner Prendy. You know that now. But my it's mom cool. went to Prendy. Dad grew <laughs> up in Drexel Hill on Cobb Street. Yeah, I was uh, Morgan for me, Morgan Avenue. Yeah, you know where the baseball fields are over there. That's oh, yeah. Yeah. I used to hit that, that you know, State Road, the between State Road and, yep. and uh, you know, probably Bond Avenue, Dermont Road, just took that all the way down. Yeah, my mom always used to bring over some yum yum donuts. <laughs> but that was right on city line there wasn't yes. it? yum yum yeah yes yeah. yeah they used to have the powdered uh rolls mm-hmm. my dad and me every morning sunday morning after church we get the powder rolls and it was a sausage or bacon egg uh sandwich with the powder rolls man every weekend when i was a kid bros that's good spot. Are you St. Bernadette's parish, Bo? I am. St. Bernadette's, man. <laughs> so, Anthony, I was, what was the Barry Sanders of CYO football? I, I, I got – I'm just going to say, I don't know. I Every rushing record, touchdown record, I think still goes through me uh, in CYO football. Whoa. There, <laughs> wow. there we go. That's a humble brag. I love it. Wow. <laughs> that's, all right out that's all I got left, guys. <laughs> Hey Anthony, what what is it down there in Tampa Bay? You had the baseball team going to the World Series. You yeah. got the hockey team getting another Stanley Cup, and now you got the the Buccaneers back in the Super Bowl. What is it like down there? Because I know that's kind of a it's kind of a mixed sports area. You got a lot of transplants. Is is it have they really come together for for all these teams? Well, yeah, they have. You know, uh, uh, Vinick, the owner of the Lightning, uh, they've sold out every game. You know, really, probably the last you know, six, seven, eight years. I mean, uh, it, it's a it's a diehard Lightning fan community. Uh, you know, say what you want for the area, you wouldn't think that, but man, they, they really done a nice job with the community and bringing them there. The Rays, on the different hand, you guys know, uh, you know, I, I think I saw something actually a couple of days ago that they were going to actually allow fans 
uh, into the games. And I'm thinking to myself, well, nothing's changed because they've only had about 5,000 fans a game anyway. So they're going to be able to basically <laughs> stay in par. But, I mean, it's been amazing, their run. Think about it. I mean, the, their system, the players have come through, they've groomed, developed. And, of course, once they become great players, they send them off and they go make money somewhere else. So it's been fun. Uh, you know, the, the fans have embraced it. Of course, the Buccaneers. Unfortunately, with the Buccaneers, you know, I was here, guys, and played here in five, six, and seven, uh, two, uh, two NFC uh, uh, South championships when I was here. And those playoff games that we had at home were un unbelievable and electric. I just wish the fans were able to embrace that, uh, you know, for, for the Super Bowl because, uh, you know, this team going on three games, you guys know on the road it was tough to come back. Uh, it would have been awesome, you know, seeing a home game. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's It's been a fun year. And, uh, you know, I expected this team, you know, to me, 11 wins to get to the NFC Championship was the goal. And everything after that was gravy. And, I, you know, right now it's you're playing with house money. So uh, it's pretty sweet. Well, anytime you have the best quarterback to ever play the game, man, you're going to have a decided advantage, you know, going into the, the uh, postseason, you know, just with, you know, this is Brady's 10th Super Bowl that he's participating in, which is crazy, man. But, um, you know, just just looking at how that team is constructed and, you know, and and how those guys came together so fast. You know, I, I thought they would be good, but not that good, man. What's the sense of, you know, how they've interacted with, you know, down in Tampa and everything? You know, Barrett, it's taken a little bit of time. You guys go back to the early games during the season. Mm -hmm. It's all just the, the comfort level with the offense. You know, Bruce Arians, very firm believer in his, his system, you know, vertical passing game. And you didn't really see it clicking initially. They're still winning games. Things were going good. Brady was able to kind of work through some of that. But, you know, they've kind of come together here the last seven, eight weeks of the season. You know, you see a lot more now that Brady's – he was always part of the growth of the system. But just how he's integrated and going with his positive positive play and the things that work for him. And just, you know, the comfort level, the play-action pass, the, the check down to the backs, a lot of the similar things that you see over his career – and a lot of people talk about his arm strength not being there and he can't make all the throws. I've seen all the throws this year. All His last game. Yeah, he's been effective the entire season uh, with all the throws. And I'll tell you, he, he loves the weapons now. He's never had this kind of weapon from top to bottom, backs out of the backfield completely on the field every single week. And the offensive line, in my opinion, has been the best in football. Tristan Wirfs, to me, is an all-pro rookie at the right tackle position, might be the best right tackle consistently this season. And Donovan Smith, who's who's being paid like an elite tackle, you know, he's always had a roller coaster up and down. Uh, you know, to me, he's he's been as good as any left tackle in the NFL. So they they've kept him untouched through the whole year, and that's been a big part of it, guys. You see the the Big Ben and and Philip Rivers and Drew Brees. These guys look old. They look slow. They're they're injured. Uh, it's just a tribute to to what a forty three year old. You know, me and Tom came into the get came into the league together in two thousand. It's just amazing. I couldn't imagine myself, Barrett playing a football right. game so right now and the fact that he's able to do it. It's really remarkable. I mean, I, I think we talk about it. We're like, wow, that's great. But I know, you know, that uh, it really is uh, just, uh, you know, that's something that's a huge that, speed. But that center you guys yeah. have, that offers a lot, that center you guys have, Jensen? I don't understand how Jensen didn't make it to the Pro Bowl, but he's one of the most dominant, nastiest. He's an animal. SOBs. <laughs> he wants all the action all the drama. He's trying to give everybody, man. And, and I love it, man. I love his game, bro. Well, he tries to bait you, right? I mean, he's yeah. smart. He's <laughs> that thing that gets under your skin. 
And he does most of it in between the whistles, which is great. Yep. Now, occasionally during the season, he had a couple of those late uh, late deals. But he's smart, man. He's been playing it good. I like that. you got to have that kind of guy. It reminds me, you know, like Bill, Bill Romanowski. You know, you hated yes. him against him, but you loved him as a teammate, right? Because yep. he was that guy that got under your skin. And, uh, you know, he, he's, he brings that, that fire and juice. And, again, just another really stalwart on the offensive line for this Bucks team. When I, uh, Anthony, of course, does the Jets pre and post game uh, analyst for for those broadcasts. He covers the Bucks in Tampa, and you got a podcast too, Spit and Fire with Becht and Graca, live every Monday and Thursday at ten a.m. Yeah. So, what what is the, the the biggest topic this week? Is it Tom Brady and uh, at forty three looking for his uh, seventh Super Bowl? What do you got going with the podcast? Yeah, yeah, we talked. We broke down the games from the weekend. You know, we get into all the sports. Uh, we touch all sports, but football dominant right now. Fantasy during the season, gambling, get into the spreads. Uh, we like to have some fun. We had a couple guests on over the season as well. So, yeah, we're just breaking it down. You know, just uh, it's it's interesting, the topics, and uh, and it's really uncensored. So, we you know, we can say what we want. We don't have to worry about our bosses, you know, uh, you know, chirping down in our ears, say you can't go there, can't go there. So, we like to have fun with it every uh, every Monday and Thursday at 10 a.m., and and it's on all the podcast platforms uh, afterwards as well, after the live broadcast. But it's been fun talking about sports and, and, and doing that stuff and staying within the game. And, of course, you know, with the Jets, uh, you know, doing all their games. That, that On the flip side, where you watch the Bucks, the Jets has been a different story. <laughs> but uh, uh, it, it's definitely been a great season. I'm, I'm just glad the teams were able to get all the games in. And, and we're at this point now for the Super Bowl. Hey, hey Ant, when you played in the league, Barrett, you did too. Tom Brady has a bit of that Tiger effect where – it's his presence makes is, is intimidating to opponents and he maybe wins game. He didn't have his best game in the NFC championship game, but talk about the effect that he's had on his teammates just by his presence, his experience, 33 postseason victories in his career, which is ridiculous going to his 10th Super Bowl. But did his presence kind of make the players on that team believe and with, with some, with real resolve that they could do something special? Yeah, this team is basically the same team from last year, guys, uh, you know, with a couple of new draft picks. You know, Tom Brady brings a and demands a respect uh, when he comes into that locker room, when he comes into the huddle and when he's around the guys. Uh, and that's rubbed off really with some of the best players, young, good players on this football team. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, you know, Mike Evans has been one of the best in the NFL, but these guys don't know how to win. They don't know how to you know get over the hump, make the playoffs. You know, be a champion, act like a champion every day, what it takes. And, and Tom brings that. And, and that's a big part of why he was brought here. It wasn't just get on the field and and do your thing. Like he had to really build the culture within and show each and every player, you know, what it takes. And every week I hear from these guys, they just say they watch, they learn, and they soak it in. And, and I think that's as valuable as anything else uh, that Tom has done. Really All the other stuff. You know, keeping him upright and, and him going out there, you know he's going to execute. You can't fool him. You know, it's there's nothing you can show him that he hasn't seen before. And and, and then we just talked about the weapons that he has at his disposal. I mean, he's got to be going home after the game, talking to Giselle, thinking, man, this is fun. Man. You know, he's going, going every <laughs> right. single game with these kind of guys, you know, running back, couple running backs in the backfield. Uh, you know, so he's really brought that. And he does it with humility, man. He's just, you know, it's all about the team. You know, he's already, he's got the accolades. You know, he's the best ever. Nobody has to tell him that anymore. And it's good that, you know, you saw him after the game this past week with the interview, just, you know, trying to bring his teammates and everybody else. It's about everybody else, but he is the key factor why this team is where they are. Father time was undefeated till they faced Tom Brady. <laughs> right. You know, you can believe why. 
TB12. I got to get with one of those plates. Yeah, I stopped eating strawberries also, man. But, you know, <laughs> uh, me too. <laughs> but, um, you know, just just looking at that relationship, you know, because I, I I know Bruce. I, I play for Bruce, um, you know, two different organizations. Bruce is one of those guys that, you know, he got more soul than I do. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's more hip. He got more, you know, you know, of, of, of that genetic wild than I do, man. He's a great guy, but he's one of those guys that he's a little bit arrogant in the aspect of his system. Is, is is the greatest system. And I know he and Ben bump head all the time because Ben tried to play beyond that system a lot of the times and got himself into some trouble. Well, you look, I've seen him kind of curve his system a little bit to to, to really fit what, what Brady is doing. And, that, you know, I didn't think that relationship was going to be able to go forward, but he has found a way to not only, you know, encourage that relationship, but also bring in Gronk and A.B. You know, how was Bruce able to do that, man, with the, with that many um, egos in the locker room? You're right, and you know him better than anybody, but yeah. I, 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 do, I did know that that was something that was going to be interesting to see, how, how they were able to transform this offense. I mean, the offense is great, but let's be honest, it's a bit archaic when you start, yeah. looking, <laughs> when you start looking at what Andy Reid does and how he's changed his – his, uh, his offensive system and built it around the players that he has and made it great. Uh, I think B.A. has kind of done that a little bit, you know, the second half of the season. You know, right around the bye, you know, things were just, you know, not really rolling the way they should. And I just felt like it was important that everybody just put their heads together and said, listen, man, what's the greater good of the team? How's this going to be better? How can we, you know, be better as, as far as utilizing players and, and Brady's skill level and just putting it all together? And then it was up to Byron Leftwich, to be quite honest with you, that to call it properly, you know, right. talking about how well Byron Leftwich has done, but it's been a struggle. It, you know, it's just a lot of the things never really meshed throughout the season, and to be quite, and, and just through the playoffs, it's gone well. In particular, the last game, and listen, this is it. This is the showdown, the biggest matchup of them all, and it's going to be the toughest challenge they've had. They did, they did plan before. You guys know they only lost by three, and they gave up a ton of yards to the Chiefs, so they should feel good about at least what that opportunity brings. And I think it's going to be a good matchup. And you're still doing the football camp? I did. So la last year we had to, you know, pull it away, make the decision with the pandemic. That was going to be our 15th season, uh, 15th years. We do one here in Tampa as well. My son's a junior quarterback uh, in the Tampa Bay area. So we brought it to that high school as well. So uh, we're going to bring it back again. It's going to be great. And looking forward to celebrating 15 and 16 uh, for, for this year. But yeah, well, the, the camp's been great. And as long as the kids keep showing up, I guess I'm going to keep doing it. They fill the field at Bonner, and and that's always good. So I guess I got to keep showing up. I try to stay in a little bit of shape so I can move around a little bit. And and, and none, of those, <laughs> none of those kids were born obviously when I played a game. So it you know the only the it's all the the kids that come back and help out and and uh, you know come back and say they they love the camp and they appreciate everything. So I uh, look forward. To, and Barrett has come through over the years as well. It's been fun to see players come back and mentor some of these kids as well. How can people find, uh, you know, information out about it? Yeah, you can, I mean, listen, I'm heavy on Twitter, Anthony underscore Becht. Uh, AnthonyBecht.com is my website, and that'll filter you to the, to the football camp site. We'll have that updated and ready to go probably mid-February. So, uh, you know, we have a massive email list. A lot of parents just, you know, heckling me all year long. You know, when's the camp? When's the date? So we'll get that information out. So they can just go right to my tw uh, Twitter Anthony underscore Becht, and I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, all that stuff. So they can they can just Google my name, B E C H T Anthony, and uh, you know find that information.
Last thing for me, Anthony, I know we're still uh, you know, just under two weeks out, but a little prognostication on this game. Kansas City with a lot of offensive line issues now. I just read today that Andy Reid is not optimistic about uh, Schwartz being back, and of course Fisher is out for that game with the Achilles. So uh, give us your take on, uh, on what you think is going to happen on the Super Bowl. Yes, yeah, so that's a problem, right? Uh, you know, Shaq Barrett and JPP on the outside. Yeah, this is it's go time. You saw it last week. Uh, you know that that was a problem for Billy Turner, the Packers tackle with JPP. And uh, honestly, guys, Vita Vey is is, is going to be the big reason why they have success because it's going to be on an island for those tackles. And and Barrett knows that's tough. You know, when you're not the starter, you don't have the reps. You're not getting those reps in practice because you're not in pads. It's a lot of walkthrough situational stuff uh, at this time of year. So, I mean, listen, just watch the defensive line for the Buccaneers. They, they should they should go off, and then they have to. You know, look, the blueprint's been done one game this year uh, when when the Chiefs played the uh, the Raiders. One, you got to cause a turnover, and you got to find a way to sack uh, Mahomes several times. And even then, you got to be lucky to finish the game. Um, you know, they got to contain Tyreek Hill and, Tra- and Travis Kelsey. Uh, no one's done it yet. Uh, you can get maybe one, but you can't get the other. And we all know what Tyreek Hill did to this defense last time. But, you know, I, I, I do know that Todd Bowles will have a good plan. You know, they'll roll a safety over and help with one of them. I would say Tyreek probably the guy. But once you start sliding guys over, uh, then Kelsey becomes the problem as well. So, um, you know, look, I think it's going to be close. I would lean towards the Chiefs winning, but I would not shock me if, you know, Tom Brady gets a chance fourth quarter, gets the ball back. Uh, that maybe he can lead the the team down the field. So I think that's the game everybody wants. And uh, I really do believe that, you know, this is going to be an interesting matchup. I I think that the Chiefs have played well the entire year. I don't think they've dominated. Teams have started to figure a little bit out of what to do to just maybe contain them but not beat them. And, uh, you know, when you play a team twice, maybe that helps. But, you know, even if the Chiefs were down two touchdowns, it wouldn't matter, right, guys? Because I don't think they're going to lose the game. Uh, So – you know, I, that's what I expect for the football game, and hopefully it's epic. Greatest quarterback ever versus the guy that probably is going to be chasing him, you know, many years after. So it should be fun. Great stuff, man. We appreciate you jumping on. And uh, check out the podcast, Becked and Graca, every Monday and Thursdays, 10 a.m., wherever podcasts, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, uh, we appreciate you coming on, man. Thanks appreciate so much. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah, real quick. You know, I, I know Eton's got his AOL 10 megabyte uh, <laughs> uh, figure out there. I know he's trying hard to get on. I will say I wanted to say this because I know you guys are obviously with Philly fans. You know, Nick Sariani was with me in Kansas City uh, when I, my last year in the league. Todd Haley brought him in from IUP. Um, when I got there, he was 29, 28 years old, and he was a quality control coach. And we had a lot of conversations when I was there. You know, he was obviously picking brains of the players and you know, being on the offensive side and I've watched him grow. I've stayed in contact with him over the years. And, you know, uh, listen, it's Barrett's seen it's across the league. It's, it's a different kind of coach. Now it's a younger coach. It's a coach that's gathered a lot of information from some really good coaches. Frank Reich, obviously being one of them, Ken Wisenhunt with him uh, on, on the staff with the Chargers, Todd Haley, Romeo Cannell. So he's, you can get information faster now, you know, as a young player, if, if you really put your foot to it and learn more. And with the turnover right now in the NFL, you, you get to experience it through many coaches, and he's done that. So, again, it's a big city, though. It's it's one thing to be able to coach and 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 lead players, but again, in the, one of the biggest markets in the country, that that'll be the interesting thing for me. But uh, you know, listen, we don't. I don't have a lot of information on the other coaches. They're young, right. they're up and coming guys, 
and they have to prove themselves in the biggest stage. And and it's not like this roster looks like it's you know ready to roll next year. So they're going to have to make some moves. You guys see it every day. So I'm interested to see how Nick does. Wishing him well, but I know he's got a big challenge ahead. Appreciate that, man. You're absolutely yeah. right, bro. Absolutely right, man. Hey, hey. I don't know if you can hear me. Nobody can hear me. Oh, we hear you. We hear you. But we hate to do it to you, but we oh. hear you. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank, well. you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Second most famous Bonner alum, football player. Heisman winner came out of Bonner. Oh. The great John Capaletti hair. That's right. That's right. What, yes. what was that? 1972, 73, somewhere he won that Heisman? I thought. Yeah, I think it's 70. I think it was right before uh, Archie Griffin won his two. Okay. I think. Yeah, Monsignor Bonner alum there too. Yeah. Wow. I tell right. you, Aton, this is this is this is vintage AOL FMP ninety five. Yeah, it's an FMP for sure. Unbelievable. All right. Oh my god. This has been a very enjoyable show though. Well, we, we could make like a remix to this, like a dance mix with his yeah. With his audio. He's got the Will I Am effect on his voice. Yes, yeah. <laughs> the black eyed pays. I am out. Oh, he should just take the rest of the day off. I guess Ron's just handling everything back there. Ron, is that I true? Have no, I have no idea. Ron, I don't even, Ron's not in communication with us. They, they must be running an emergency CD or Ron's doing a show by himself. Yes. Muted it right now. Anthony Lynn. <laughs> we're muted right now. Well, we're not muted now. But we were so I guess we're coming out of break. So we I guess we gotta welcome everybody back to the middle. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. yeah, we're not on sports map, I don't think. I uh, not uh, not right now we are. Not we're right now. The, yeah, but I don't even think we were because we went right through the breaks. Blew right through it. Yeah. Great content though, but blew yeah. right through it. So this is this is one of the uh the drawbacks. Break on time. This is one of the drawbacks of this scenario. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. Aton's stuff goes down, or if Aton's not there, what do we do? That's one. That's <laughs> keep talking, Harry. <laughs> exactly. <Right. Yeah. laughs> All those right. bills. Right. But uh, Mitchell Schwartz being out along with Fisher, we knew Fisher was out. Now it looks like Schwartz isn't going to be available. Because Andy Reid, I listened to his press conference yesterday, <laughs> and he he's saying that uh, he it's not optimistic. He's not optimistic about him returning for the game. That is huge. No question, you know, and we talked about that, you know, even going up to the the Green Bay game, how how JPP and Barrett can, you know, definitely take a game over, and they that's yeah. what they did in the second half of the game. They took it over. I think that Green Bay's offensive line is a step better than the Kansas City offensive line, mm-hmm. and all the guys that are going to have mixed up in there. It's going to be tough for Mahomes because you know, look at the, the rushers that they have with 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 JPP. Who was long and explosive, right. and, and and Shaq Barrett being a guy that you know quick twitch and getting up the field, he's not going to be able to just run away from from White or run away from David. Those guys yeah. are fast also, so you know it, it, it's it's a definite dif- a definite difference on how you uh, how they're going to be able to play against this team if they can't establish a run, and I don't think they will be able to with Vita being back. Yeah, it's going to be tough for them to really run that offense, even the explosive as they are. You still got to block the guys up front. The game is still played in the trenches. Yeah. And I but think the, at this point, Tampa Bay has decided advantage in the trenches. But the Bucs need to get their safeties back for that game. That, that's for sure because covering that tight end. That's a must. Yeah. yeah. That's a must. Now, now, Colin Berger says he switched over to the sports map stream, and Ron is doing the show on his own, and Aton is bumping in and out underwater. Perfect. <laughs> wow, that's got to be great. 
sports map is loving this today because we're, oh, we're getting a quality program. This might be our last day on sports map, Barrett. Yeah. Quality tip, it. Tar. Yeah, this could be it. Uh, can you no, can you believe that Brady came in the same year as Anthony in two thousand? We're in two thousand twenty-one. Crazy, yeah, That's it is crazy. crazy. You know, I, I, it, I put out a tweet after the game. He wasn't his greatest this weekend. No, and their defense couple up was for grabs. Yeah, yeah, but still, he's the greatest team sport athlete of all time. Oh, I don't even think no it's question, close. no yeah. question. You look at Jordan and Gretzky. And I think Gretzky was more dominant because mm-hmm. of the sport and the numbers are just so insane. But the greatest accomplished – look, greatness comes with accomplishment. Yeah. This guy's going to his 10th Super Bowl. Yeah. 33 playoff wins. Yeah. 17-game-winning drives in the playoffs. Right. He had 14 <laughs> conference championship games in 21 seasons. That's <laughs> two out of every three years he's going to the conference championship game. He has six rings. Six. Yeah. Six. How many yeah. playoff games has he played? Uh, like close to four. I think close to 40. Okay, he? so he's played four seasons of playoffs, too, basically. Yeah. And, and, you know, and this is a guy that got drafted and played and, and <laughs> played, yeah, and played behind, behind one of the greatest quarterbacks ever played at Kansas State University, Michael Bishop. Oh, played behind yeah. him for oh, a year. There it is. Play behind him for a year, and then all of a sudden, from out of nowhere, right? You know, he just you know jumps in the scene. Has been winning ever since then. Forty-four playoff games. He's thirty-three and eleven in the oh playoffs. Goodness, thirty-three That's and eleven. It's insane. Yeah, and it's not like there were other, there weren't other great quarterbacks in his look. His tenure is in almost a quarter of a century, right? But uh, that he didn't go up against some of the great quarterbacks in the league. Look at all the years going against Manning. And Manning was in before him a couple years too. Uh, yeah, you know, so he was kind of a veteran. You know, when when Brady got his start, and he survived his entire career. He yep. survived Roethlisberger's entire career. He's mm-hmm. about ready to Crazy. go. Yep. Rivers, Drew Brees. you know, Drew Brees. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, talking about some great quarterbacks, and then the other thing too. I mean, I mean, how can you play twenty one seasons? And then couple that with the 44 playoff games. I right. mean, basically 25 seasons of the amount of games that he has played. Right. Yeah, it, it's insane. Besides the year of Matt Castle. When, I mean, he, when he missed the whole season, he was injured week yeah. one, I believe. And that was, yeah. Yeah. And, and he's been healthy. And he's not like this physical specimen from, you know. And Adonis. that's it. That's it right Crazy. there. That's the biggest thing. Because we're talking about a guy. If you look at him, he is—he doesn't look like the any type of athlete. Slight. I mean, yeah, he, he looks like he should be, a, you know, a, a, a trash truck guy. You know, jumping off a trash truck and—he's too pretty and, for that. <laughs> he's way too pretty for that. <laughs> trash truck guys don't wear Uggs, brother. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Not even on Saturday night. No. Nope. Yeah. But he doesn't yeah. have, you know, he doesn't have a muscle. He doesn't have a muscle showing in his body, bro. You know, but he's pretty ripped he, up he, now, though. Like when he came into the league, he didn't he didn't look like a right. As we said, yeah, yeah. But I mean, he he is he has accomplished something, man. That's this unbelievable. Just like you said, man, the greatest, um, you know, athlete to ever play a team sport in the aspect of being a guy that controls it. I mean, I'm looking at I'm looking at you know Belichick right now, and that's this is just egg in his face. Mm-hmm. Yes. Egg in his face. He's played in a hundred. He's played in three hundred and one regular season games and started two hundred and ninety nine of them. 
goodness. That's what he crazy. Coming blood twice? Um, well, his first year, he only played in one game, no starts, in 2000. 2001 is when he took over for Bledsoe. He started 14 games, appeared in 15, and from then on, it's 16-16 all the way through until that one year in 08 when he got popped in week one uh, against the Chiefs, ironically. And then it's 16-16-16 all the way down to 2016 where he was suspended, you remember, yeah, for the plate gate thing, yep. and he, he missed four games. Yep. Uh, the next year after that, he played – in a oh no wait he played no he played in all sixteen after that so it's those are the only two years once he got the start that was it one injury and one def, you know suspension how about Amazing. that Jimmy G got a career Jimmy G and um Castle got careers because right. he didn't paid. play those years got paid because he didn't play mm -hmm. those years yeah yeah, yeah Castle you know? got a nice check. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. When he went to Kansas City, he got a nice right. check. And that, yep. that was out there with, with Haley. And I think our boy Sirianni was probably there during that time, yep. right? Yeah, exactly. with Anthony. With Anthony yeah. Beck. Wow. Yep, you're absolutely right. It all right. comes full circle here on the middle show. <laughs> That's what we give you, you know. Yeah. Are, are we signed back into the middle? Is is, is 12 -0? Yep, we're 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 finally back into the middle now, man. We've so all welcome been back in the to middle. the middle. Yeah. <laughs> we never leave the middle, Barrett. No, exactly. Yeah. We left uh, Sports Map Radio, but Ron Culver is uh, apparently handling those job. details. I'm sure he's loving that. So I guess that means no fake news today. Uh, correct. Unless Shander gets back. Here he comes. Look, look at his face. He's still trying. <laughs> he looks just like the crying baby face behind him. It's amazing. You look like you've been on a three-day bender. Yeah. Because wow. you have. <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I picked a bad week to quit drinking vodka. <laughs> I've lost five pounds already in a week. From not drinking vodka, Harry? Yeah, yeah. Wow. The only thing I've changed. Yeah. That, you know what that means? That's good work by you, Harry. I drank a hell of a lot game. of vodka. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can double yeah. down this weekend. Yeah. No, you're still swimming, Aitan. Aitan, you're still swimming, bro. Send us a text. <laughs> It sounds like a keyboard, like you, you know, like right. a, a synthesizer. Like a synthesizer, yeah. 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 Oh, wow, um, Roger Troutman going right now, man. Computer love, bro. Yeah, we hate to do it to you, Aton, man, but come on, man. Come on, wow, man. It's unbelievable. Now, I mean, are you? Are we all caught up on your honor? Because they're going to bail on us for a little while until the thirty-first of January, until episode eight comes out. So, Jason, did you see episode seven? No, I'm not all the way caught up yet. I've been so buried with oh. all the football this weekend, and then obviously the NHL. So I got I have to have a session, just like a a, a binge session, to get caught back up. Uh -huh. I'm about an maybe even two and a, a little bit of an episode. Behind. Oh wow! Yeah, I got I got to get caught up. The old lady's on it now, though, too. Uh -huh. <laughs> well, you know, I I got my mom on Breaking Bad as a result of the Cranston in this. Uh, series. Oh, really? Yeah. So she's right. uh, she dove into that full speed. Yeah. 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 It's been so it's so insane. The Flyers seem like they're playing every other night right now. So, well, like yeah, that's gonna be tough on you, man. That's gonna be real tough on you, man. With the way these schedules are, they say some days, uh, some weeks they'll play what six games in a four row, four or five games, four that's or five crazy. games in a week. Now they have the Devils tonight. Yeah, they got the the Devils are off to a good start. Harry. Yeah, they are. They are. Uh, Jack Hughes, that number one overall draft pick from two years ago, looks really good, yeah. and playing with a ton more uh, aggressiveness and way more assertive on the ice. And 
he looks like he put on some muscle. He's leading them in scoring. Their goaltender, Mackenzie Blackwood, is really good. Really Not good Nina player. Blackwood. Remember her? <laughs> yes. MTV? <laughs> yes. Wow. Didn't she? She did radio in Philly, as a matter of fact. Did she? Hey. Yeah, she had that kinky blonde hair on, yeah. on uh, MTV. She was all rock and roll hair. Kind of like that, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Raspy voice, like she yeah. just slammed right. down a bottle of JD. Right, it looked like she just walked yeah. in off a of Sunset Boulevard into one of those clubs out there. You know, yep. pulled up a chair next to uh, Lemmy from Motorhead and started doing shots of JD. I was reading a story the other day, Dave Grohl recounting the story of when he went into Lemmy's apartment and how disgusting it was. Oh, I bet. Ooh. He said he knocked on the door. He went in. And he was just taken back by how disgusting the inside of his apartment was, like empty food containers everywhere. And Lemmy was sitting on the couch in a bikini, uh, bikini leather underwear with a spider web on his junk. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Lemmy Did he have the hat on? Did he have the hat on? <laughs> yeah. That big belt buckle with a Rickenbacker. And, and, and that big mole, that like goiter-like mole that shut it out from us. Oh. That thing grew over the years too. I mean, that thing had its own zip code by the end. Brutal. Yeah, he was you got awesome all that. Though. You got all that money, man. You, you get that taken care of. Bro. I know. Just take a shower. Yeah, getting care. <laughs> Doesn't cost any much money to take a shower. They said he used to go down to the corner bar and just sit there and play the video poker machine for like nine hours a day drinking. Is that right? Just sit there and smoke chain smoke cigarettes and drink whiskey and play the video poker machine by himself. A little dive bar. Right. Right. How many uncles like, do that, man? How many, how many uncles do that, man? I mean, it was it was just that was a huge thing back in the day. Those little uh, video, those little, uh, yeah, uh, video yeah. poker games. Oh yeah. Oh, look at yeah. look at Aton. Yeah. Like, he moves a little bit and then he freezes again. <laughs> look at the look on his face. Now he's changed. Now he's he changed. probably hears us too. Oh, oh, I know he hears us. You yeah. can hear us. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. He's <laughs> paranoid. Oh. What'd you say? Yeah. You're like, I didn't say anything. You're hearing voices again. <laughs> Unbelievable. So Gretzky 60 today, Harry. Wow. He doesn't look 60. He doesn't yeah. look 60. Look about no. a guy that likes to hit the hit the sauce. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. At this point, man, you know, looking at look looking at uh Tampa Sports, I mean that's a retirement place. And look what's going on down there, man. It, you know, and it usually goes like that all the time. It usually goes in waves, like when I was playing for the Steelers, the Penguins were great when I was playing with the Steelers also. You know, so it goes in oh, way. Nine. Yep. And then the Pirates are, were good during that time also. They were? So, yeah. McCutcheon? Is that early McCutcheon? No, no, no. It was, it was Andy Van Slyke. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I don't, know really, I don't know the Pirates have been good since 79. <laughs> <laughs> That's back with Roberto. Yeah. No, no. Roberto was 71. Really started when he went to. But uh, no, there's Willie Stargell, Dave Parker, that whole crew. Yeah. Omar Moreno. Bob yeah. Walk. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Uh, Bill Madlock, I think, was on that team. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, be, look at, uh, look at you know, look at the Celtics and, and, you know, being up there with Brady and all that. You know, they were great then, too. You know, it, it, it usually the goes like that. Orleans, yep. The Red Sox, they were all winning championships in that window. Exactly. Yeah, and look at Tampa Bay's doing the same thing, the exact same thing. Yeah, that's off the charts. That you know, you got when you have all those great players in your city, like they. I mean, they have Brady down there now. Think about that, right? Mm-hmm. The greatest of all time, and then the hockey team's got Stamkos and Kucherov and Vasilevsky, all these great players. Yeah, and it's it's just insane. Absolutely and now, nuts. 
That's why Trump's going down there now. That's where he's going to be living. What do you mean? Now Trump lives on the east side. Oh, I thought he stayed on. He's the over in Palm Beach, man. Oh, oh, yeah. the, where the real money is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's over where Jeffrey Lurie is. Jeffrey Lurie oh. and Rob Kraft live right around the corner from him. No, oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go. I want to go fishing in the Gulf, man. That's what I want to do. I want to go fishing in the Gulf. That's why we should have went to the Super Bowl, guys. Yeah. Well, we should have went. I'll be and, going down there in a couple weeks. And not <laughs> the time to go, like down there for a Super Bowl. Like it's going to be weird. They're going to have fans there. And the games this weekend, by the way, that's one of the things that like stuck out to me the most this weekend. I sent you guys that text. Yeah. Like there was a good amount of fans in Kansas City. And I know. Yes, there was. Yeah. I know. Yep. It was you good to see. see. They were like cohorted, like in pods. Like well, your yeah. group shows up, they stay together, which, but there was a good amount of fans there. It was like, yeah. oh my God. 17,000. So yeah. yeah. 17,000. I missed them. I yeah, do too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seventeen thousands, you know, it might as well have sounded like fifty thousand, you know. Right, right. Because it wasn't fake noise. Right. It, it was awesome to see. Like after we're going, we have like PTSD from this whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. And like you watch stuff on TV, and you watch like you see like a concert and packed houses of fan, you know, music fans watching whatever band. And you're like, oh my god, that's right. Like, yeah, that was that's normal. This that is used, normal. That used to happen. Yeah. 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 Me and Harry were were in the 18th row at, at Metallica. Metallica, yeah. <laughs> in the Dude. round. Right. You see Brady, you know, ran over to his son, got his son yeah. out the sand, gave him a hug. You know, he had to ask, can I talk to my son? Can I get right. my son? The security you know? guard had to let right. the kid down the final yeah. couple rows there. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go home and hug him as soon as he gets in that door anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know that's all done for TV purposes. But did you see oh. Kyrie tried to exp- exchange a jersey the other day and they, like, freaked out? Yeah, with uh, one okay. of the heat, one of the heat players. I think it was out of bio, I believe. Yeah, but he yeah. knows better, though, man. I know. He, he they just sweat better. all over each other in the game, though. I know. I it know. What's the difference? It's true. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. I get no, it. Barrett, Barrett, Barrett's right, though. I mean, they've been pretty strict about this, you know, ever since right. they came back. It's just that Kyrie was on his own little, uh, you know, walkabout for a couple of weeks. He's probably not up on all the rules. Well, man, I'm going to tell you this, man. I, you're an offensive lineman going against the defensive lineman. You're fighting, scratching, clawing, spitting, blood everywhere. Blood, yeah. You, 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 come on now. Come on now. You know, there's so there's there's so many DNA swashes and 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 stuff all over you. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, come on, man. It's it's, it's ridiculous. It's yeah, really ridiculous. Things to make sense though, Barrett. They don't. They just don't. No, nothing makes sense. Like the, the Washington Capitals, they're all practicing together every day. Four guys got together in a room. They're all out right now. Oh, really? That's crazy. Yeah, with Ovechkin, Samsonov, and all the Russians. Mm. And, you know, probably had a nice bottle of vodka, nice well, bottle have, of Vladimir in the room. Party? Yeah, but they yeah. can't, they, they're not allowed to be in each other's rooms. They're mm. allowed to be in a locker room and check each other and practice and go nuts. Right. But you, you can't visit the other guy's hotel room on the road. All right, now Joey B on the stream has checked in with this a few times. He wants to get your attention, Jason. Peter Zezel. Was mm-hmm. in young blood, he says. Yeah, he was. Um, okay. He just kind of came up and took a face off. He was an extra, basically. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Zezel died a few years ago. Right. Yeah, he yeah. was in there. there. There was a few other, I think, uh, NHL guys in it. He and I shared a girlfriend, not at the same time. You and Zezel uh, did? Yeah, yeah. But a few, uh, like a, wow. six months after this girl had dated Peter Zezel, uh, you know, she and I hung out for a little while. Yeah, so wow. she, you got his hand me downs, huh? Yeah, well, you, you know. Then you were, playing, you, were you. Upper, 
You were the upper crust then, Harry, because right. the ladies loved Peter. Oh, Zesky. I know, I know. Uh huh. Yeah. Him and Tock came in at the same time. Tock, yeah, absolutely loved yep. him. Still do, as a matter of fact. He's oh, a big he's fan. Great. He's a big fan of his show. Tock. Yeah, Rick. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. He's a great guy. Yeah. Uh, I I did a bunch of TV with him when the Flyers went to the Cup in 2010 on mm-hmm. Barrett's network, and he was awesome. Love that guy. Yeah. He's gonna <laughs> he's gonna get zipped in Arizona though. You think so? Yeah. yeah, well, it's only a matter of time, I guess. Untenable situation there. All right, now here comes Aton with another attempt, and I see he's got a message for uh, the cable carrier uh, on his screen. He's not very pleased, Barrett. <laughs> and I don't blame him either. I mean, I, I understand. I know his wife is trying to teach a class via Zoom, and she's having all kinds of issues too. Oh, my goodness. So, I mean, yes. the kids are not being educated today. Uh, the people are not being entertained uh, Ron Culver's having to work, you know, double overtime doing a show when he's not, you know, looking to do a show. Remember those days, Jason, where they're like, oh, you just got to get on air and just fill in. And you had no yeah. idea. Like, oh, great. Ten minutes just, before. Right. I just did four hours. Now I got to stay. You know, I got to come in and do an hour or two for this guy. Yeah. For a variety of reasons. Yeah, there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Total joke. We'll leave that one. We'll leave that one where it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to walk into that studio. You guys need to stay on a few yeah. times. Oh, I know. I love that. And Rob would be like, "Oh, jeez, oh. yeah." <laughs> we gotta get Rob, we gotta get Rob on now. Seriously, we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks now. Now, would you want Rob on a day of Tuesday, Thursday? With yeah, you, Jason. Okay. Yes. All we right. can talk about the old show that Rob and I did one time from Delilah's. From Delilah's. Yeah, on WIP. Uh-huh. We, uh huh. Uh, we did a live broadcast from there, and uh, my job the entire show was just to make him feel uncomfortable. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and I did it. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. Yeah, and, and Rob, I mean, there's so many different ways to do that. Which way did you choose? Because of the the venue that you were in? Yes. Were, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I could have done that, Harry. I could have just you know mixed a little bit of corn in with his mashed potatoes. Right. Right. <laughs> I would have freaked out. Because he always separated everything on yeah, his plate. Man. That was one thing. And Barrett, you're well aware of this oh, too, yeah, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Even with a sandwich, man. I mean, even when he had a sandwich, you know, because we used to have to be at work at four o'clock. The sandwich would be right here, the chips uh-huh. right here. And everything, you know, it Nothing could be touching, it. you know. Right, right. But you know, what was crazy though, man, because you see him at work, but then I saw him out. When he wasn't at work, I mean, he had like the little Kango hat down, you know, and we'd be at the bar, you know, we're having a couple. Totally different Rob oh, yeah. than I had oh, on. Yeah. Totally Absolutely. different. Oh, he's I the went, man of the people, man. When he he's is. I went it. to the Triangle Tavern one time with him after a show when uh, it was the NCAA tournament. I think Temple was playing Iowa. And we went over that in this Triangle Tavern is like a local haunt over in like Drexel Hill area. It's a dump, right, 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 right. And it's right. all it's all filled with all these crazy Delco, Delco dudes. It was a blast. But Rob walked in there. He had the Jeff cap on. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Jeff, good, oh, yeah. Irishman. Yeah, he we'll looks see. like he looks like an Irishman, like in Brooklyn or something. Right, going to right. A bar. It was hilarious. I mean, he comes in, man. He, he's that guy. It's like he walks in. It was a, it was an Irish bar. He uh-huh. walks in. It's almost like Norm. It's like yeah, right, Robbie. Yeah. <laughs> he is the guy, man. So we're there. We're having drinks, man. Everybody's coming up. And, you know, forget that I played for the Eagles. No, right, they right. saw past me to see Rob. Man. Right. Yeah. And Rob it was one of those where you just put all the money on the bar. Like, exactly. Just exactly. Money on the bar. And the bar, exactly. just they take it take. as you get your drinks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Great Colin, time, man. Colin Great Berger commented and goes, goes back to Jason's days at the end zone in State College. That's when I worked at the nudie bar. 
Ooh. <laughs> on the top of Sky Top Mountain. Is that what it was called? The end zone. Yeah, there was a nudie bar. It was a BYOB up there. Nudie and bar. I was what? doing nights on the rock station from seven to midnight. Okay. So I would go wow. to the I'd go to the end zone at eleven AM and I was the disc jockey from eleven to six. And then I'd go to my other gig a couple days a week. Oh wow. I was making more money at the end zone than I was the radio station. No question. No question. Uh, you know, and, you're well traveled there, Jason. You're well yeah. traveled, man. I sat up in a lofted area above the stage and would announce the dancers. Please welcome right. Mercedes to the stage. Right. Coming up next on the side stage, Dominique. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it was hey, a great know. gig until I realized that uh, a, a lot of those girls uh, didn't have the best uh, upbringing, some uh -huh. daddy issues. Yeah. <laughs> But it was a good time, man. I had a right. lot of fun. We'll see, man. There you a lot go, of sampling man. going on, Harry. What? <laughs> a lot what? of sampling. Oh, jeez. Well, that's just like um, you know, down in Tampa Bay. You know, as a player, you go down to Tampa Bay. Mar that's all. That, that's all you talk about. You go get yeah. a great. Let's go get a steak. Whenever you go into Tampa Bay, you say let's go get a steak, and everybody knew what that meant. We're going yeah. to get a steak. Yeah. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? And you weren't going to Burns. <laughs> no, no steak. Yeah. No. You were going to Dale Mabry Boulevard. Same thing when you <laughs> same thing when you go to Montreal. Right. All right. right. You, go to, you go to the Canadian Ballet. Right. Or West Shore or West Shape Shore Parade. Drive in Tampa. Yeah. See, I learn something all the time, man. I need yeah. to, I need to you know, I've never been to uh Canada to, to, to hang out like that, man. Never. Is that right? No, uh, dude, never. up there, Barrett, like elevens across the board, six two <laughs> French Canadian, <laughs> unreal. All of them dime, dime, dime. Wow. Yeah. Now we have a very strange uh, camera angle here from Aton's place. Yeah, what is this? It, it almost looks like a cabinet from the... Oh, my God. What is going on? Look at this. He's up. He looks like he's upstairs. Yeah, I'm like, oh. yeah he's upstairs. Oh, he's on his phone. Look, look, look. Cut the feed. Cut the feed. But it's, it's still jumpy. It, it, it like, jumps. Turn off your Wi-Fi. Picture. Turn off your Wi-Fi. Wi it is. Oh, what is going on, man? man you're, in, you're in like a internet hole. I'll tell right. you. What. This, could be, I, this could be some serious, like permanent damage. Right. He's outside like this, walking around trying to get a signal, like he's I, at Everest. Yeah, I don't know if this show is ever going to recover. Right, yeah. It was really great to work with you again. <laughs> I'll tell you, it was fun. At least we got through the championship weekend. It's a shame we couldn't make it to the Super Bowl. Right. So right. Think, monkey in the middle. I think this is it. And it's fitting that, you know, it's a day that we have Jason on. It mm. started with him freezing up before the show began. Right. And I'm like, yeah, it's fitting you're the hockey guy. And here we are, you know, he's all frozen. <laughs> uh, so, well, you know, it, 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 that's, yeah. what it, that's what it is, man. You know, it's it's one of those things where we know A-Time would have been driving me into the ground. Oh, if this was you? Oh my oh. goodness! He'd be driving me into the ground. Well, well, Barrett. I mean, you're a former football player. You should have top of the line electronics, right, man. Right. You know right. what type of connection? He drove me for a whole week and a half. I bought a damn Ethernet cable, and now right. I have the Ethernet cable. I have no problem. Look, in fact, yeah. I want to show you Ethernet uh -oh. cable as you freeze for as you kids freezing. that don't know what this don't is. Mess this is Ethernet cable. cable. Yeah, don't mess with the cable. You bend the cable, you get a shander. <laughs> yeah. Like, how much did you spend on that replacement circuit board for that Mercedes in front of your house, Barry? Can't you get right. a decent damn internet connection? <laughs> I got drove and drove and drove. Hey, 
Hey, hey, Jason, when I say I got drove, man, I mean, I, I had to, I mean, I paid like an extra, the, the, the Ethernet cable only cost like nine bucks. Right. But I ended up paying like 15 bucks to get it shipped overnight. It wasn't even overnight. It was same day, but oh. I got it at like 12 at night, man, 12 at night. Wow. You well, activated here's... some dude in a warehouse. To, as soon as your order came in, he jumped in the truck and came to your house. <laughs> right. But I tell you, That's what it was, man. We, we can't make fun of McMullen anymore with his shoddy connection. No, uh, not with from, the, this. from the craft room now. See, this is an outrage, man. This is it an is. outrage. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, I know everybody, you know, the, the hockey fans on the stream want to hear Jason uh, detail what has Why? been the problem for the last couple games with the Flyers. So maybe we'll give Jason the floor here for, for the hockey minute. What do I'm you need more than a minute to detail these problems. I need more than a minute. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Um, what is the it, problem, man? Victoria well, being gone. That doesn't help, right? You don't replace a guy. He, okay, so here's what Couturier is good at. Besides hockey, he he's a great faceoff guy, top three in the league. He's great at shutting down the team, the opposition's best player. He kills penalties. He plays on the power play. He scores, and you can't replace him with just one player when he goes out. Right. Right? right. That's part of it. So that that's a huge loss. He's not a you can't just go, hey, next man up when it's talking about Couturier. You, you say that, but it's an impossible task for somebody to come in and, and do what he does. Then you couple it with the guy who replaced the Morgan Frost, separated his shoulder and is now out. So now you're down even another notch. Now you got to move Giroux to the middle. Then you lose Phil Myers, a top four defenseman, maybe even a top pair because he's a right shot with Provorov. Huge problem. And right. and. and they they made some system changes too that seemed to seem baffling to me, and because they're not working. And look, it's hard to tell early in this season what teams are because I see it all over the league. Like I saw last night, Vancouver won seven to one. They were getting crushed last week by Montreal. I thought they were a good team coming in. Good teams are losing to bad teams. You didn't have any preseason games, so we don't know what these teams are yet. When you get to the twelve fifteen game mark then you'll start to understand what they are. But they're a mess right now. No no sustained offensive zone time. Um, they're not generating any shots. I usually don't judge it by amounts of shots, but more by high danger. But they're giving up the, the most amount of shots in the league, and they're getting the most amount of shots on goal at the other end. Uh, the least amount, rather. So it's a mess right now. They got to figure it out, and they got to they gotta start uh, dialing in the details a lot more. And it starts in their own zone because the goalies have been made to look the fool. And Carter Hart went to went ballistic on the on his twig against the post at the end of the game the other night. I loved it. Harry had a problem with it. I loved it. I don't I have any problem. With it. I didn't really have a problem with it. But okay, like I mean, it would be he looked like a fool to me. Well, he looked like a guy who blew a gasket, right? Yeah, because yeah. he did. Yeah. And the thing that's weird about that is he's a guy that is not emotional. Right. Doesn't lose it. Um, but look, every goalie at any level. There's going to be nights like that. The, the second Marshan goal, I know he didn't like it. It was short side. It was a product of backdoor goals earlier in the game where he got caught leaning. And look, he holds himself to a high standard, and he went to town on the stick. And, you know, he apologized in his post-game press conference, mm -hmm. saying, oh, I'm sorry people had to see that, you know, blah, blah, blah. I, I had no problem with it. I think it creates a sense of to everybody on the team, hey, this guy, this is out of character. And look what look look where he's been driven to do. Right. So I think it's a good thing, and you let it out too. I mean, there's a he's got to learn how to break a stick better. Yeah, hit, right. Hit it on the net on the wrong spot. You got to hit it right at the handle. 
That thing will snap right in Maybe half. Maybe you hour. should do a video, go down there and show him how to break a stick. That would be great stuff for you. Oh, absolutely. You, you know, just get him a, go out there, get some skates on, go out by the cage and say, now, all right, now, yeah, Carter, hold on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Take a twig off of the wall. Or no, his, his one's on the wall. I guess he likes those CCMs. Uh, what do you got here? Which which kind do you got now? Oh, is that a. This uh, is how you break a stick, Harry. A, a warrior. That's a warrior, right? Yeah, look at this. Yeah. See that break? Yeah. That's why you don't hit it there. Exactly. If you hit it up here, well, yeah, it's less wood. Right away. Yeah. Yes. Wow. The paddle's too thick. Now we lost Barrett. Oh, geez. We're talking about hockey and Barrett blitzed. Well, apparently, let's, I'm going to say everything on the stream is is uh, verified. Sheldon Durston says here that Verizon Fios had a cut fiber, causing a massive outage on the East Coast. Oh. So I don't know if that's true. but it, I don't it, use Verizon, so. Well, I do, and I'm fine. Well, they know not to mess with your internet, Harry. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, what's Brazzers going to do? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah John Sheldon says. Uh, Braun, Justin Braun can't play top pair minutes. I agree with that. Yeah. And, and they're taking Gustafson, the guy they signed in the offseason out tonight, and they're putting Ghost in. Ghost is going to play his first game? Yeah. I, You know, some people are like, well, what if Gustafson and Ghost are in the lineup together? I go, no. you're going to see a lot more broken twigs. They're the same <laughs> kind of player. Yeah. Right? Offensive-minded, um, similar skill set, um, but both deficient in the D zone. Mm -hmm. So Ghost yeah. had COVID. He did? He had it, yeah. His wife is, or his fiance rather, uh, Gina is a frontline worker. Okay. She finished her nursing degree in Philadelphia. She works at CHOP. Mm -hmm. And she didn't have it, but Ghost ended up having it, and she was taking care of him for two weeks. He was in quarantine at his house. I talked to him yesterday. It's on today's podcast, Flyers Daily. But he's getting back in tonight, so that should be interesting. Now, did he and have a lot to with say? Overall. Did he have a What's lot that? to say? Did he have a lot to say? Oh, for sure. Yeah, because uh, yeah, yeah, well, for sure. Because I remember we had him on once, and we were trying to promote some animal thing that he was doing. SPCA, some dog yeah. thing, I, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he didn't have a lot to say. He, he no. was not verbose, well, especially when it came to me at that time. Um, <laughs> I've obviously been a really harsh critic. Yeah. Matter of fact, remember we tried to get him back on to promote that the next year, and he denied it. Yeah, he denied. Um, yeah, probably uh, likely because of a lot of the criticism that I had heaped, mm -hmm. but. Um, he, they need him now. He's got to play well for him. He's going to be on that top pair with Provorov, at least situationally. Yeah. I think that, that's a tough spot for him after coming off of COVID. And, and he was symptomatic. He wasn't, you know, in horrible shape, but it took something out of him. Mm -hmm. So we'll see what he comes back as. And I thought he had a good camp, but uh, they're going to need him. And they, they need to get these bodies back healthy. Couturier skated yesterday. That's good news, but he's not ready to come back. Uh, Frost is going to be out a while. Myers is... Uh, got a fractured rib, which is mm. an awful injury. Can't even sleep with that. God forbid if you sneeze. So, yeah, they're they're in a precarious situation right now. The fact that they're three, two, and one now, going through all that, yeah, is you know you're lucky because the the process here does the process has not matched the result mm. for the most part until that Boston game. And that's what I always say about my golf game: the process is not matching the result. Yep, exactly. Yeah, and. Remember a couple of years ago when they had that 10-game losing streak? After eight games, Hextall said, uh, I think we're playing well, and the fan base went bananas. Right. You guys have lost eight straight. How could you say it? They actually were. And eventually the process was affected, was the same as the result. They went on to win eight games after that. Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes that's just the way sports is. The process doesn't match it. But eventually 
um, you can't, it's not sustainable. So uh, they need a win tonight though. And the, but the devils are uh, playing really good hockey right now. So we'll see what happens. Well, I mean, what have you checked the line? Is this something that you do on the, on the uh, flyers daily? Do you talk about the gambling aspects of. I don't because I'm, I'm, on the team thing, it's a little bit precarious for me because I do have obviously in my Whoa. contract that I can't wager on it. They're favored. I, yeah, yeah. Minus one fifty. Yeah, it's, they're a big favorite tonight. Um, yeah, uh, I like them tonight. Wow, that's a big bounce back after a couple bad losses to be yeah. favored by one fifty on the road against a team that's playing well. Yeah, and the thing is, is you know, even the first game against Boston, they gave up. You know, they're up two to nothing going into the third period and they give up four goals in the third. And then yeah. that last game, you know, you give up a six spot. Elliot's getting a start tonight. Right. So it'll be the Moose, I think, I versus Mackenzie Blackwood. That's, Bar- that's Barrett's guy, the Moose. He loves the Moose Oh yeah, for, yeah. for some reason. But oh, I, I was watching that Bruins game, right, the, the second one. Mm-hmm. And they interviewed your boy G in between the second and third period, right? And the Flyers had the lead. And he comes out and they're asking, oh, you know, what What do you need to do to put this one away? And, you know, he gave the, the, the boilerplate answers. You know, we got. <laughs> hey, Ron, can you bring Barrett back real quick? He just texted us. We need somebody to bring him back. Ron, Ron doesn't. Ron can't do that. Oh, Ron okay. is not hearing you right okay. now. Yeah. All right. The Aton would have to do that. Okay. So what did G say? G, G gave all the boilerplate answers. Like, yeah. you know, we got to stay aggressive. We got to keep getting pucks in deep. All that stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> they turn around and give up four goals in the third oh, period. It's a disaster. Boston goes three out of four on the power play. Yeah. Right. The usual suspects. It's 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 Marshan, that rat. Yep. And Bergeron had two. Yeah. He's sensational. Still at 36 years old. It's it's nuts. But, uh, I mean, look, that was a team Boston, too, Harry. They were there for three games. They, they scored three total goals. Yeah, they, they were terrible. And, and against the Flyers in that third period in the first game, they exploded. In game two, they exploded. So I think that's what you're going to see. You're going to mm-hmm. see these teams. You know, there's going to be some clunkers in here, especially with no preseason and the condensed schedule and everything else. All right, because essentially, what do they, they played? Six games? Yes. Yeah, that, is, that is basically a, a preseason, right? Yeah. They play yeah. anywhere between six and nine games in a preseason. So. Right. Um, and then even early in a season, you know, teams aren't what they are until they get to the, you know, the 12 to 15 game mark when you have a preseason. Mm-hmm. Plus they did a nine-day camp. There's not a lot of practice time because you're playing every other day, if right. not, you know, three games in five days. So there's not a lot of time to, okay, let's let's work on this in practice, work on the power play, work on the PK, work on this or work on that. You, you got to maintain your body as well. They play 10 games in the first 19 days. Yeah. So it's not easy. No, you're right. I mean, is there any team that has jumped out here, uh, you know, in the first couple of games that you didn't expect? Uh, you know, well, Jersey. <laughs> well, yeah, but that you don't you don't expect that to be sustainable, though, do you? No, I don't. Um, yeah. Look, they may be a team that's in the mix because it's a fifty-six game season. Uh, but the the team that I was beating the drum about was the Montreal Canadiens. There, yeah, they're the team I said was going to win the North Division. They're off to a great start. Uh, they're four zero and two so far. They've had some big wins. Uh, they got a tandem in net now with Price and Jake Allen, so you don't have to ride Carey Price into the concrete. And we mm-hmm. saw last year against the Flyers what Price can do when he's when he's rested and not, you know, just playing sixty eight games in a season. Right. Um, they got some good centers with Cockneyemi and Suzuki, good guys on the back end, including Shea Weber. So uh, they're, they're a good team, man, and they're the only team in the North Division that can defend. Did you see the trade? The line H. Uh, uh, the line A. Yeah, line A going to Columbus. Yeah, Line A in Columbus with Jack Roslovich from Winnipeg, yeah. and they send uh, Dabi Pierre Luc Dubois yeah. to uh, 
to the Jets. PL, PLD going to the Jets. Yep. Young player with a lot of upside, but I think Torts hated his guts. Well, he's a, he was a muddy. Benched him three minutes into the game for he went out there with an absolute, you know, just walk in the park shift. Yeah, didn't touch anybody. It was ridiculous, and Torts staple gunned him to the bench, and it was pretty, over. Pretty effing casual, Hartsy. Like, yeah, a, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the other thing, I mean, how is Torts going to handle a guy like Line? Oh my God, Torts wants you to sell out your body, and yeah, he and he wants no part of that. No, no. no. Line is like he's just sitting out there sniping. Yeah, ridiculous. I love um, Torts. Yeah, he's great for the game. Mm-hmm. No but now here, here's here's my beef. One of my beefs with your league is Sunday. There was an awful sports weekend until three o'clock on Sunday because mm-hmm. nothing to watch. You know, college basketball. I'm sorry, I can't get into it. Like I want to, I just can't. Yeah. Uh, so Sunday they put an NHL game on on NBC, and it's the freaking. Red Wings against the Blackhawks, two of the worst teams in the league. Yeah. Detroit is awful. Like yeah, they couldn't get a the better game. They couldn't get a better game. That was the only thing on TV, and they give you that slop. Well, then and again last night, you know the NFL is now in this lull mode, and there was one game on last night. Yeah. It started at ten o'clock at night. Yeah, nobody's was watching Van- that. Yeah, I mean it's Vancouver taking on um uh who was it Vancouver. And Ottawa last night. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, that's that's great for TSN and Sportsnet right. in Canada. But what right. if, I mean, come on, give me more. What does There's a game every day. What's that? What does that do for me? Yeah, it does nothing for nothing. me. Nothing. And it, it wasn't like there was other games scheduled on that day. Yeah. That that got postponed. Uh, I mean, I don't this know. What I'm saying, this is where they need somebody like you in there. Yeah. You know who who has a good like p a sense of PR and what you know what the game needs. Like you have opportunities here. They don't yeah. capitalize on opportunities. No, they miss too many of them, Aaron, and they can't afford to. You know, when you're at the top, you can afford to mm-hmm. you know make some mistakes when you're you're trying to move up in the echelon and the pantheon right. of sport. You can't make those like with that NFL game starting at three o'clock yesterday. There should have been a noon game in New York. No question. Rangers should have been playing. Absolutely. Yeah, yep. I, I don't understand why it didn't happen. But that's an opportunity to to jump those games, give you an early game, and then go dark for the yeah. rest of the day. I'm right. fine with that. Right. You don't want to compete with the NFL. Everything goes dark, you know. Yeah, dark, including Your Honor went dark. Yes, they, they didn't want to compete with the Chiefs Bills no. on Sunday night. No, that's smart. That, that's yeah. smart programming. But before that, give the people something in a major market that's got some viability. I right. mean, I don't. Even, it doesn't even have to be New York. I mean, give me something. You know, g- give me Columbus versus Tampa. I would have been fine with that. Sure. Something, yeah. Not, I mean, last night I get I get Vancouver and Ottawa. Yeah. I mean, I like Thatcher Demko and the Canucks, but geez, Ottawa's terrible. Yeah, they got some good players, but it's going to take a little while. They're terrible. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we can't get Barrett back in. I don't think so. I think Barrett's. I don't know what happened to his connection, but see, the way this works is Chander's got the admin. Khan's got this. He's got everything. See, that's part of the problem. Yeah. Too much power. He's got too much power. He's got the codes to the, to all the missiles. Yep, and nobody else, you know, can check them. So if the, if something goes down, the whole thing's down. Yeah, yeah. Well, it ends up just being you and I, right? Yeah, <laughs> which is you know, some people might not be so upset about, but uh, you know, oh, puts geez. a lot of stress on us. Joey B goes. Aton's now on his roof with his holding his phone up, looking yeah, for a signal. He probably <laughs> is. Good. Can you hear me now? Yeah, can yeah. you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. So he sends out the emails like you get, and you click on that link, and that brings yeah. you into this page, right? That would have to happen again from him to get Barrett back on. 
yeah, for him to reinstitute the administration rights. And, right. he can't, and they don't just hand off to us. No. no. It's his account. He's got nothing. Yeah, we got nothing. Oh, John said that Shander's gone to Twitter blasting Fios. Oh, here we go. Is that right? I got to oh, bring up his Twitter. Let's bring him up. Let's read him for the people. Can we get him? Uh, we can't even have him call Ron to get him on the phone. No, no. I mean, he could call Ron, but Ron, he couldn't patch him into us. That's the uh, problem. So, yeah. and Ron's doing a program. Actually, what he should be doing is calling Ron and helping him do the show via the phone. So yeah. Ron doesn't have to, you know, struggle. Here we go. Aton, four minutes ago. Oh, jeez. At Verizon, Fios is down over two hours to get to people, but they will charge you through the ass for cut rate internet. Apologies. <laughs> I wasn't able to do the show today. It's 100% at Verizon Fios' fault. They won't even refund me for the day, even though I lost work. Yeah. Oh, wow. What a classic. Oh. So what is he going to do? Is he going to sue him? Is he going to get Dan Lust, the attorney? The uh... He would get anything he wanted if he could just get a real person on the phone. Oh, I know. Just He'd drive a bananas. Yeah. He'd be standing in his living room like when he would do a show and taunting everybody walking by. Yes. I didn't get I I get paid by the word. Yes. Now I'm I'm wondering that that cannot be the only tweet. He's gonna he's gonna roll out more well, this afternoon because he has a night show. He has a show he's got to do tonight uh, locally here. Yeah. Uh on, on the Fox station that if he's not able to do because he does it the same way from his house. Joey B goes, Aton's calling Fritz and BN Cooley right now to right. see <laughs> Wow. Oh, it's awesome. So uh, somebody got back to him and says the other one, meaning the other internet service provider, isn't much better. They're starting to charge overage fees for using too much internet, Data. says this yep. kid, Jason. Wow. I got the text yesterday, Har. You did? Yeah, so I get this text yesterday. I'm like, what the hell is this? And I'm like, I, I, I never heard of this before. I'll bring it up here I, because I had to click on it. I'm like, what do you mean? I, I'm unlimited. So why am I getting charged for anything? Right. And it said that you only have a certain amount that you can use every month now and that if you go over, they start to charge you. I'm like, huh? I've never heard of this. Uh, yeah. What What about unlimited? Don't you understand? Yeah. Right. And, but you know what it is? They know everybody's working from home sure. and using data up the yin yang. So they go, well, make, let's make a few bucks off these people that can't go to work. Right. Oh, so, my God. Yeah, that's a phone call on my docket this afternoon to make. Unacceptable. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. And that's now, ridiculous. We spend Aton, our lives online. Aton sends me a text. He says, I can't get in. Can't even connect with Sports Map. I can do end, I can do end the show when you want. Now, oh. we'll, we'll end the show at 1 o'clock. Yeah, we'll do the full Monty. We don't have a problem with that. Wow, now I guess hey, here, yo. Comes here he is. There he is. Yo, here I'm back. Wow, you sound good. Now, how did you get back in? You put those readers on. I don't know. I didn't I didn't I didn't do it. I don't know. I didn't do it. I don't know how I got back in. I just looked up and bam, I'm on. <laughs> We're rocking and rolling. Let's go. Now yeah. I was just reading Aton's Twitter. Um he, he's blasting Verizon Fios as we speak. I, I saw that. I saw that. You know, he's, he's, he's like, I'll take a flamethrower. He's, he's he's in rare form right now. Oh, he's gonna he's be in hot. Rare form. He is gonna be hot. I've never seen anybody that detonates more C4 than Shander. <laughs> no, I, 
<laughs> and and blows up his own foot. Like he, yeah, <laughs> he's like J, JPP. Yeah, right. He's JPP with the fireworks. <laughs> oh. oh my god, unreal. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, it. it this oh, yeah. this was monumental right here. Because wait a second, my, I blow up my foot. How, how's that station doing? Yeah, I think they're getting quintupled in the morning, quadrupled in the midday, beat in the afternoon. I blow up my foot. Fuck Joe Bell. Whoa, Whoa I guess we're just on the stream. Uh, we're not on sports map. No, uh, he got booted. Now, now he's gone. Now, I don't know how he came in there because the voice sounded really good. It was clear. Really clear. He wasn't transmitting video, though. Maybe that's that's less. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Unbelievable. He's, he's coming out of his skin think, right now. You think, somebody, oh. you think somebody holds a grudge? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They, uh, somebody People call him out on social media about it, and he goes, well, I'm not bitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, his career has, ju has, has jumped up tenfold, right? Yeah. He's doing all these things, great things. He's still pissed off. Still worried about everybody else. Bro. I know he is. He is. He is so hot right now. Oh, I he know. Can probably fry eggs on his forehead. No, right no now. question. No, you question. know he he's he's ready to fight the world right now. Right. His dog just ran away. Oh. His dog's like, I gotta get out of here. I know you feed me and everything, but I'm out. Right. 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 You know. He, enough. There's no way right now that we're gonna be able to talk him down. We no. can't talk him down. Now. It's, it's it's a wrap. It's over with. No. Yeah, I, I gotta mute his text number. Uh, this will be going on all night. My phone will be vibrating like a Sibian. Oh, Sibian. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.